to Sugar Coated. I'm your host, Adrian Garland, the CEO and founder of She Leads Media. For far too long, women have been conditioned to sugarcoat their words, their actions, and the way they show up in the world, and to conform to certain cultural norms and ideals. This is inherently designed to keep those who are outside of the norm from gaining power, prestige, wealth, and influence, preventing more women from being recognized and respected as the powerful leaders that we truly are. Join me each week as we dive into raw conversations with remarkable, uncompromising, and inspirational women that will encourage you to strip away your sugar coating and move boldly in the direction of your magnificent dreams. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the next episode of Sugar Coated. I'm your host, Adrienne Garland, and I am so thrilled to uh, introduce my next guest to you. Her name is Nim Stant, and she's the founder of Go All In Media. In addition to that, she's an author, she's a speaker, she's a yoga instructor. I am so excited to speak with you, Nim. Let's get into it. Thank you so much, Adrian, for inviting me. I'm super excited. Let's go. Let's go all in. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's go all in. I was just saying, uh, sort of before we're, we're getting started here, that it is so wonderful to see a brand that is mm. committed mm. to itself, right? And yeah. the power of that brand. I mean, your brand says it all, right? Mm. Go all in. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about you mm-hmm. and why you even started this brand, this company right. and festival yeah. in the first place. Yeah, thank you. So I came from the third world country of Thailand. When I first moved to United States, this is like 20 years ago, I only have $300. I have no English, no money and no connection. And I never thought about being here and you know building the business here because it's, it's not like here is not good, but because it's just too far more than what I can imagine of, right? More than what I can dream of. I was called the girl with a broken brain because when I was a year and a half, I fell from the second floor window of my house. I mean, my sister and I just like went to look at the star and I, I fell and I fell onto the dirty dishes outside the house. And, oh my and my mom carried me to the doctor and the blood came out from my head, my nose, my mouth. And the doctor said, if I survive, I'm going to be very slow in school. I was green and purple by that time. And then, oh. you know, luckily I was, I'm still, I'm still here, but I was so slow in learning and I have to relearn everything. And, and I don't know, God gave me the, the, the gift of, you know, wanting to to know more right but again because of that slow learner you know the teacher and adults around me call look look the girl with the broken brain and until i i came here i learned english i have to learn very fast to be able to survive right i i memorized all the the sentence like when people order food I, I listen to what they order and I order the same damn food that I don't want to even eat. Like mashed potato. Like I don't want I never like mashed potato because it's the texture is like like baby food, you know? Yeah. But I have to order mashed potato because I don't know what else to order because the guy in front of me ordered mashed potato. Right. <laughs> so so I have to learn everything very fast and teach myself and and the blessing of being able to speak English 
you know, I get to read good books. I get, I read hundreds of self-help books. I listen to, to teachers, you know, YouTube mm-hmm. is like the main, you know, educational platform for me too, you know, listen to, yeah. until I found John Asraf, he talked about inner size and, and then I just start to practice, you know, improving my brain and, and exercise my brain and, um, COVID hit. Before COVID, I host a yoga retreat and I was like signed a contract 13 different countries around the world to host a yoga retreat. And it was going to be my year. I'm going to make a million that year, right? (laughs) And then COVID hit. I have to cancel all the the trip clients that signed up throughout, you know, 2021, 2022, ask for the refunds, $10,000. And I did not have it. So oh my gosh. I almost filed a bankruptcy, hmm. but then, you know, I thought, okay, what, what, what is the next right move? What should I do next? So fast forward, I just like, okay, if I want to teach people something, what do I want them to know about me? Like Neem Stan is always go all in person, like a go all in girl. So I want to teach people about go all in. When I, when I die someday, I want people to talk about the concept of going on and not just doing 50 and 50 or live life balance, work life balance. It's never going to work. you got yeah. to do, you got to focus and go all in. It's actually a sprint action. It's a sprint process. You focus on one thing in a short period of time and then you release. Mm. When you get to the destination, you get to the finish line and you release, then you're done. So that's how go all in come about. And then mm. from the book, go all in, turn into go all in, media company turn into go all in fest where the the speaker from all over the world come to speak and it's turned into go in tv show that is air on abc 15 is it's beyond what Mm. i can imagine but i'm very grateful i'm here that is so amazing it's like you literally manifested (laughs) you know going all in and you went all in and then then all of this stuff came about because you literally went all in right so can you talk about what that concept is like you just talked about not 50 50 you know it, not, balance is kind of a myth but what does it almost look like for a, a woman entrepreneur to literally go all in in her business so here's a problem about women entrepreneur we we attach our emotion first so much you know of course you got to do what you love to do right because that is your big why that's going to be a long-term success but a lot of time I found that women entrepreneur overthinking and get in <laughs> our way. Like, uh, you know, like I came from the third world country, so I don't have anything to lose, you know. But guys, <laughs> like you have nothing to lose either. But if you don't start today, start now. Tomorrow is now. So if you don't start mm. now, you have something to lose, I promise you. Because someone else is yeah. going to pick up that idea and going to start anyway. You know, have, how often did you see that you have the idea of creating something and then later on you saw on social media people announce that, hey, I'm doing this. It's similar to what you want to do because, again, the universe said, I give this to you, take it, or if not, I'll give it to someone else too, right? Yeah. So go on, going all in, number one, is not overthinking. And number mm. two is commit. Commit first, figure it out later. Mm. So you don't need to know where you are, uh, how you're going to do it, but you need to know exactly where you want to land, where you want to be. 
and mm-hmm. then the how will come later on. And and you heard about this all the time, you know, in the personal development space, like, oh, you need to know where you're going. But really, commit. Commit first, and then you figure out later. Your brain going to figure out later. And you don't need to wait until you have so much money in your bank account, and then you start a new business, right? You start. And then with little bit of money that you have, it's good. It's a good thing because then your brain starts to think, okay, with $300 that I have, what can I do to get mm-hmm. to a, a $1,000 and then $1,500 and $2,000 and then $10,000, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. So commit first, figure out later. And last thing is people always say, I want to work hard. But people stop working hard when the, the work gets hard. Mm. Interesting. So it's so interesting. This idea, I was actually just, I had another podcast interview earlier today with an incredible therapist. And we talked a lot about, you know, women, we hold so much, or we've absorbed so many societal messages that you know, say, don't speak up, you know, calm down, (laughs) you know, you're not worth as much as, you know, someone else. So how, how in our brain, because you say to me, commit, and I, I'm like, yes, uh, you know, I'm all in with that. And I feel that. And then something comes along, a message comes along, or like an old message surfaces, I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. I, you know, and so those things are like at odds. So how can we hold on to our commitment? You know, I think if you have something that you can connect with, then that will keep you for the long run. You know, for example, I have God that I commit my work to, you know, like my Mm. work is not my work. It is God's work and he is my CEO. You know, I'm not talking about any religions. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm not, I don't, I'm not involving any, with any religious or institution or organization, but I believe in God of the universe. And, and here's, here's a full question that I always ask. And I ask throughout the day. And I use this question to repeat it when I feel scared to mm. move on to the next step. When I have that doubt of like, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough. So I ask this for a question. Where would you like me to go? Mm. What would you like me to do? What would you like me to say? And to who? My goodness. And then I, I stop. That. And then I'm quiet. And then I listen. So go all in doesn't mean go, 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 go. Push, 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 push. It's tiring, right? And you're going to burn out. Go all in meaning really connect to your inner work in yourself. Go all in is mean you going inside, not the expanding the outside. Wow. All the way it's gonna kill you too quick, too soon. Wow. Yeah, th- this is so important. And it's so funny because go all in. I I absolutely feel the commitment, all of that. But you've just taken it to a place that is so deep and <laughs> and I feel it so hard. Go all inside. Yeah. You. Yeah. That's where all that's where it all lives. That's where all the answers are. It is a scary place to go all in inside. Yeah. You. It is a scary place. But if we don't do that, we're gonna break. And someone yeah. else is gonna break us too quick, too soon. Yeah. 
Oh gosh, this is so good. So there, there's so many things that I want to talk to you about. So there's the going all in, there's the committing to ourselves, to our businesses, to whatever it is that, you know, we want. And then there's ways that we can go about. And, and again, especially as women entrepreneurs, which I'm super committed to, there's ways that we can also then take all of that inner knowing Mm -hmm. and kind of get that message out into the world. So can you talk a little bit about, you know, how writing a book, how having a media property, having a podcast, right? Like how these things can help us as women entrepreneurs to get ourselves out there. (laughs) I always say it. If people don't know you, if you have a business and people don't know you, it's your fault. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, it's your fault. You have free marketing. All you need to do is do the work, right? Social media, like we, we have better marketing in, in this, in, in, in this history, right? Like compared 20, 30 years ago, you got to pay. Like I, I still remember seven years ago, I was a yoga teacher and I print out the flyer, you know, for my next yoga workshop. And I walk around Target uh, parking lot and I put the flyer on the car, you know, for people. And I just like, okay, I hope nobody like get mad at me. You know, <laughs> that's how I advertise myself. But you got to be visible. You got to make sure that your, your message get out to as many people as you can. And I always say the more people you help, the more money you make. Mm. Right? It yeah. is your obligation. It is your responsibility to be visible. I cannot stretch this enough. People say, oh, I don't want to be salesy. I don't want to sell myself. I don't, I don't want to sell salesy. Well, then don't sell. Then shut down the business and mm. go to nine to five. That's fine too. If that mm. is what you want. When you, are, when, you, when you share your message and be yourself and be so authentic, people feel it and they mm. will not feel like you're trying to sell something. Yeah. You know, and you, and you can, when you get on the sales call, you can tell the, you know, the potential client said, Hey, look, they're going to be some investment because I have to pay my bill too, you know, but yeah. I'm here to help you get to where you want to be. So let's get, let's do this win-win together. Like yeah. be honest, you know, like I have my team that I need to take care of them. They have family too. So as much as you have family, you take care of them. How can we both make this work so that you can serve more people, right? Yeah. So please use media, use everything you can to get yourself, your face, your brand, your name, your message out there. Again, the yeah. more people you help, the more, the more money you're going to make. I love that. And how can, how can things like, let's focus in on a, a book for sure. the time being. How can an asset like a, a book. Yeah. How can that help women entrepreneurs to get themselves out there? Like, let's say I don't have a book. I'm struggling a little bit with visibility. And I say to myself, I think that what I need is a, a book in order to, to help me. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about how that book can yeah. truly help someone? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Your book can, can be a survival guide for, for someone's right. <laughs> um, yeah. So before you write a book, 
again, a lot of authors make a mistake by thinking, oh, I'm going to sell 500 copies, 10,000 copies and make thousands of dollars, whatever it is. Well, think about this. The book is the low ticket item, right? It's only $15, $19, $25 at most, right? Well, how many copies you're going to sell to make that $1,000? That's so tiring. Plus Amazon, you know, take the commission <laughs> yeah. from there too, right? Yeah. So before you start writing the book, think of what is the hook? What is the business hook that you're going to offer if someone reads your book and they love it and they want to work yeah. with you? What is it that you're going to help them, going to serve them, right? And then write a book about it. Mm. And then from there, use your book, use the content, use the chapter, the paragraph in your book repurposing the content, post on social media everywhere. Like I talk about going everywhere. And the reason why my book go in turn into the name of the company is because I want to make sure that I stay on one thing, right? Hold on to one thing and do mm. very good at it. So, mm. so again, a lot of authors make a mistake by after they publish the book, the book become the bestseller. And then they thought magic going to happen. Well, nobody's going to promote your book better than you. So mm. you need to, you know, keep talking about your book everywhere. So mm. kind of like a funnel, using the book as a funnel, the lower funnel, the lower, um, the bottom of the funnel is your book, $19. But you need quantity. You need a lot of people to know about your book. And then making an offer to the second funnel, medium price ticket, it can be, you know, some coaching some consulting, some, you know, attending your workshop or, or retreat mm -hmm. or whatever it is, you know, and then hopefully move the readers to the, the top of the funnel, which is can be $10,000 of dollars working one-on-one -on -one VIP day with you or something mm. like that. I like the idea of a $10,000, $15,000 VIP day with me. So if anybody yeah. <laughs> wants to take me up on that, that would be awesome. It, it and then Nim, we can do yoga. We can go all in. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had, I had one reader read my first book, The Yoga Journey, and um, the book is $25. She read it and she feel like I talked to her, like, you know, like they regularly so she bought the ticket from Chicago to go to Thailand from my Thailand yoga retreat for $4,000. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then she showed me the book and she like underlined and wrote everything. And then I talked to her and then she worked one-on-one -on -one with me for another $7,000. So wow. from $25, she paid $4,000 and then she paid another $7,000 from one reader, one book turned into over $11,000. Thousands of dollars. That's amazing. And thank you so much for yeah. being so transparent about that too, because I often find that, you know, unless, unless it's, you know, like an Amy Porterfield talking or <laughs> like one of these like really, really, really successful women, we don't tend to talk about our businesses, how much money we're charging for sure. things, what we're making. And we need to do that so that we are comfortable because otherwise we end up undervaluing ourselves. We were, you know, we say, I don't, I don't know how much that would be for a VIP day. I don't know if you want to pay me $800. And then that is just like absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the more that we can have these open conversations yep. about, look, a, a VIP day with me is my time. I'm prepping. I'm 
I'm completely focused on you. That value is astronomical. Right. And it's going to, it's going it for that exchange. Right. There's a significant fee. Yeah. And, 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 you know, VIP day for $10,000, but I'm going to help you make $50,000 by That's spending right. $10,000 with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yes. So, so it's not eight hours, 10 hours of that day that you're going to spend with me, go out and have lunch and VIP day, you know, recording video, whatever it is, but it's the value of that eight to 10 hours that you're going to spend with me. You know, like see yourself, like value, right? We sell the value. We are not selling hours. A lot of coaches, a lot of female entrepreneurs think, okay, you know, creating the package of 2,500, you're going to get five hour with me. Well, I don't want to get five hour with you. I want to get value from you. Yeah. Yes. And we default to the, like the five things or the three things or the 10 things, because we, we feel like that is the tangible stuff, but that stuff is secondary because if I pay $2,500 and I and I have a breakthrough discovery in the first five minutes, yeah. it doesn't matter about the the five other sessions that I have. All that matters is that I was transformed within five minutes. Correct. And I think women need to do a lot better of a job at talking about the value that we deliver instead of the the hours and the things and the bonuses and the this and the that. The, it, it, just inherently, when we start talking about that, we diminish ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And just remember, people don't don't want to buy, you know, 10 hours with you. They can no. go find somewhere else. Yeah. You know? They want to get value from you. This is a whole mind shift. So you are very comfortable with this, clearly. But this is a very, very big mind shift and, and mind shift challenge for so many women entrepreneurs. How can we get there in our mind from this idea of I have to, you know, do 10 and five to listen, working with me, you're going to get value and, and us operating from that place of commitment to ourselves and confidence in what we are offering. So how, how, how can they like get rid of that thinking, right? Yes. Yes. So <laughs> this, this can be bullshit, but um, just say, stop it. Like, yeah. stop it. That's it. Simple, stupid yeah. answer. Stop it. Stop doing it. You know, I would say when you, when mm. you see yourself as valuable as what you sell, it's going to change. Mm. You know, like I accept clients for both, you know, men and women. And there's a, like, I run Facebook ads, right? And then men just like, oh, Nim, I, can I ask you a personal question? Are you single? Are you so beautiful? <laughs> can I, can I buy the picture of your feet? You know, like. Oh my goodness. <laughs> there's a lot of weird, sure. weird thing, you know, but then. Sure, it's $50,000. Like, <laughs> I, I, I see myself more valuable than just chit chat with those or even care or even bother from them right so so really we need to see ourselves as we are goddess we are we so important we we have a mission here and your mission is not 
$97. If you see this as a mission, you will not charge $97. But it also doesn't mean you go out and charge $10,000 for one hour coaching call with you. Like, don't be yeah. ridiculous, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so see yourself, you know, love yourself, right? Number one, mm. believe and love yeah. in what you do, in the work you do. It is your calling. It is your mission. Don't waste time juggling around anymore. Yeah, I love it. Don't waste time. Don't get caught up in this overthinking. Yeah. Get quiet. Ask yourself these questions and then commit. I mean, yeah. it seems like a recipe for success and yeah. it seems easy. Right. We know that it's it's more complicated in the practice of it. But it is, it's simple. And, and I think a lot of women, we spend a lot of time looking around of what other women, like what her picture look like, what her website look like, what her Instagram look like. Don't waste your time. I'm sorry. How long do you have left in this body? If yeah. you don't do it now, then when? Don't waste, mm. you know, 45 minutes or an hour, two hours to look at other people's Instagram. Stay in your lane. Go all in is mm. also stay in your lane and be mm. the driver. My goodness. That that is also again something that is super challenging because our society teaches us and and sort of infuses the message of, hey girl, you need to look like this, be as this thin, be this young, you know, all these things that are just not they're not realistic. They're not attainable. I'm not six foot tall. It's never going to happen. Why should I be staring at pictures of women that are six feet tall and saying, I wish I could be six feet tall? I'm only five you know, one. <laughs> yeah, you need some big heels. <laughs> yeah. But look at Mel Robbins, right? She doesn't even wear high heel on stage. You know, she wear her sneakers and skirt and, you know, jean. Yeah, whatever she wants, because she's authentically herself. And we need to model that for more women. We need to show up as ourselves. I do like the um, performance the other day at the Oscars by Lady Gaga. You know, she walked in looking like, you know, something else. She's amazing. And then the performance that she did at the Oscars, she washed her face. She put on uh, jeans with rips in them, her t-shirt, and she showed up as herself. Oh my goodness. And to me, it, it was just so much more impactful to hear her looking like her. Right. You right. know, it was just like everything together. Yes, she looked beautiful when she walked in with everything that she had. And, you know, she was all glammed up. And yes, she's like elegant and beautiful and everything. But I felt like her voice and the powerhouse that she is yeah. comes from her just being her. That is more beautiful than dolling up and and do 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 walking <laughs> down, uh, you know, yeah. the carpet for people. Click click click. Like what is all of that? It's it's nothing. It's meaningless. Her talent is in her. Yeah, don't waste your. And time. it's almost like right, like the closer that you are to seeing her without all of that facade, that feels closer. Yeah. Don't waste your time. Mm -mm. Don't waste your time. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love that so much. We do. We put on layer, 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 layer to attract something. And, but, but if we're layering up, 
and getting farther away from ourselves, what we're going to be attracting is superficial. Yeah. Yeah. Taking action is, is the hardest thing that I found for women entrepreneur mm. because we are a daydreamer. You know, we are a dreamer. Mm-hmm. We, are, we, we, we dream, we attach with emotion so much. Of course, you've got to attach your emotion into your business, but don't let it be in the driver's seat, right? Yeah. You know, put on yeah. the passenger seat and say, I'm going to drive. You know, you mm. can talk all day. You can feel not good enough all day long, but I'm going to keep going with my business because this is, yeah. this is just the beginning. Right. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. Um, I guess it was a couple of years ago. One of my other friends who's a, a therapist, we talked a lot about this concept that women, women approach their businesses yeah. oftentimes where they say, my business is my baby, right? And so if you are holding it in your mind that your business is your baby, you are not going to take <laughs> risks because you're you're protecting your baby. So she gave such great, great advice and said, your business is not your baby. Like you need to separate. Your business is your business and it needs to work for you right? So I love that. I hold on to that so much when I hear people say, oh, I birthed this business. This business is my baby. I'm like, girl, you're not going very far because you don't want to throw, <laughs> you know, what happens if your baby isn't delivering for you what you oh, want? What are you going to do? Throw your baby out? Baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <sighs> so it's the same concept of, you know, which you just said, you start with the the passion yeah. that that brings that business to life but almost immediately you need to say i'm putting the passion to the side and i'm letting the business i'm letting business now drive the bus right that's the way to success yes yes but it it, it is very true about the passion right you need it you need it as like the spark the yes. the ignition yes but but once you've got that that can't be at the forefront because mm-hmm. you're not going to make smart business decisions. And if you want your business to grow, to scale, yes. to deliver the profit, you need to be operating from with a business mindset. Yeah, expectation. Yes. I mean, I think here's a different brain, right? Men and women, different brain. For us, we did not expect it's going to be this hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or maybe you expect it's going to be, it's hard, but you didn't expect it's going to be this, this hard. <laughs> so, right. so the higher you go, the, the harder it's going to be sometime, right? You know, and then it's yeah. going to be easier sometime too. But because women, we did not expect, we didn't take time to expect because we, we are daydreamer. We dreaming, we, we think of like beautiful thing. I'm going to impact the world. I'm going to help so many souls, right? And then you, you didn't expect that those so many souls also need money to run it, you know, like to, to get yeah. there, right? So when it's hard, that's why a lot of people quit. That's why a lot of women, we quit, you know? Yeah. So please like expect it's going to be challenging so that mm. when it's come, because it's coming, it will come. When it's come, you'll be ready to handle yes. it and you will not fall and cry, right? Yes. And, and then uh, enjoy like celebrating when you win and celebrating when you lost yeah. because right. they both come together. It's just like relationship. You get yeah. married and you get divorced, you know, it's come together. 
So yeah. expecting that and 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 yeah. be be okay and, and celebrating that. Yeah, that this again, like this aligns so well with this conversation that I just had. But it was more about you know mental health and the whole idea that you know sometimes we do the work and we feel like we have overcome something in our lives. And so we say to ourselves, well, you know, I I overcame that. I don't have to worry about that anymore. And then we're going along happy-go-lucky. And then someone shows up or something happens and the universe says, nope, this hasn't gone away. And we we get knocked down, right? So far down because we didn't expect that that was going to come back up. So if we sort of operate from a mental health perspective, right. if we operate from a place of like, look, this this could come up. And if it does, how am I going to handle it? It's very much like yoga, yeah. right? It's practice. You need to be practicing all the time. Again you never again. get you never get to be the perfect yogi. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I practiced my headstand, I looked so stupid at the beginning. You know, just like I fell many times, you know, oh, yeah. and if I give up, I never get my, my feet up. So same thing. That's right. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, I read the book, uh, The Path Made Clear from Oprah. And in mm. the very last chapter, she shared that uh, a mother sitting at the hospital bed next to her son, her son almost died. The last minute he said to his mother, he said, mom, it is so simple. And then he died. Wow. Can we live like that? Can we make the business like that? You know what I mean? Go back to the basics. Simple. Mm. Yeah, we we do such a good job of convoluting everything and making it so complicated and wanting to be all intelligent and all of that kind of stuff. And you're so right. Like just simplify and learn and grow and maintain and practice. Like I do believe that yoga holds so many lessons, even what you're talking about, go inside, right? Integrate your mind and and your body and your soul. And then, and then from there, I I love the concept in yoga of the, you know, you're, you're sort of holding a pose and it's difficult, but find a place to ease, right? Like let go of something, even if it's you know you're in whatever warrior two and your sure. legs are shaking and you, <laughs> let go of your let go of the tension in your jaw. Yeah, right. Like and the, and find ease in the discomfort. Yeah, I love that so much. Yeah, and and the, and the last thing is is hard to do alone. So don't walk on this journey alone. You know mm. you need to put yourself in the room with another lot of women that actually smarter than you. I always say, if I'm in the room full of people and I found myself the smartest person in the room, I'm in the, the wrong room. Yeah. Right? Whoa. Yes. Yes. And not to be intimidated or afraid that everybody's smarter than you and it's going to make you feel stupid. No, you need to look at it like they have something to teach me. Yeah. And I'm all in. Yeah. I'm going all in on that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So can we take a moment and just let everybody know how they can 
get in touch with you, how they can find your your book, how they can your your go all in fest is happening at the end of this month. March, yeah, in a right? few weeks. In, in Arizona? Yes, in Phoenix, yes. In Phoenix, amazing. So can you just tell everybody about how they can get in touch with you, how they can go all in at, <laughs> at your uh, festival? That would be amazing. Well, very simple. If you Google me, just you know, Google my name, Nimstand. Uh, my website will show up, nimstand.com. Social media, also Nimstand everywhere. Luckily, my name, I don't have to compete with anyone. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> so check out, yeah, just nimstand.com. Okay, great. And they can get to the festival from there and yeah. buy the books the, and all of that good stuff. The okay. festival is goallinfest.com. Got it. Okay, great. We will include all of that in the show notes. And I just want to say, Nim, thank you so much for spending time with me here today. There were so many great lessons that came through in our conversation. And, you know, I really am going to take away so much of, you know, what you said about, you know, asking those questions and Mm -hmm. then getting quiet and listening for the answer. So Mm. I thank you. And I I know that the sugar-coated audience thanks you (laughs) as well. Um, so we will see each other soon hopefully thank you thank you so much for being here and and having me here of course The She Leads Podcast Network.